Hello everyone, it's me, Jaina, and... Joe Exotic. (laughs) (laughs) I said Joe Exotic. And welcome back to another episode of our podcast. Little Um, cat and kittens. (laughs) Hello, you little... How did she say it? Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. Mm. So, um, I think it's been like two or three days since our last episode so it's a little late right now and all the kids are finally asleep so we figured we'd record one and put one out for you guys so um let's talk really quick about the first week of what was it called remote learning remote learning guys i'm gonna be honest um i still don't really know what the fuck i'm doing no um but i feel like you've you've got got choice yeah like troy's is is pretty kind of simple it's like direct I think it's with Gabe's that we're kind of struggling because, yeah. you know, he's a little littler, so he's, he's smaller. Um, so we're kind of like, wait, what? Like, and he seemed to be interested the first, like, day. And now he's just like, oh, my God, I don't want to do really, it. Mom? Really? And I'm mm. like, yeah, do it. And he, they're even more upset because, well, more Gabriel than Troy because we add um, handwriting so yeah. like I have sheets that I had printed out from like a website and they practice their handwriting mm. and Gabriel hates it so yeah, it much. Does. Oh man. Troy, you know, I think Troy's just at the age where he's like, you know what? I'm just going to do it so she can shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because Troy, Troy's like, well, the faster I get it done, the faster. I go play. Yes. And he knows like if I do it neat and I try my best, I'm going to be good. I don't have to do it again. So yeah. So honestly, I don't know what week, what week is it? Is this be the second um, week? This will be my like the first four days. <laughs> I feel like it's this is I think the first week. So Monday starts the second week, and then Monday will be the second week. No, it will be like a month of what of isolation. Yeah, me and the know. kids. It'll be like For a month. I mean, it feels like a year for me. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. Um, it's been interesting. It's even more interesting because you had a birthday and then I had a birthday yeah. and there's nothing we could do no. for our birthdays. But to be honest, like I was cool with staying home. <laughs> Not that I could go anywhere, yeah. but um, but it was it was it was cool. It was nice. You made me quiet. dinner. It was amazing. You know, mm-hmm. he made me a really good iced coffee that you can make at home. I'm gonna give you the recipe really quick. You have to use instant coffee. You're going to do two tablespoons of instant coffee, two tablespoons of sugar. Again, that's it's each his own. Um, it, two tablespoons of sugar is a lot. And then you're going to put it in a bowl, and you're going to take one tablespoon of hot water, and you're going to just mix that shit. You're going to mix it, mix it, mix, mixity, mix. Pass it to your husband. Have him fucking mix it. Um, unless you have like a hand mixer, which a lot of people do. I don't. I use the Puerto Rican mixer, which is a fucking fork. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So mix it, mix it, mix it. Get a cup, throw ice cubes in it and whatever you use, whether it's milk, cream or oat milk. I don't fucking know. And then after it gets kind of thick, it's going to go from like a dark chocolate to like a caramel. It's going to get thick. That's what she said. <laughs> You're going to pour it in the cup with the ice and the milk and stir it up. And it's fucking iced coffee. It's really fucking good. Try it. Let me know what you think. Um, What else? Oh, we also watched this movie called 12. 12. I don't know how you stumbled upon it. How did you stumble upon it? I heard about it from... What's the name? 
Christina on okay. my Facebook. Oh, okay. All right. And We're not going to say your last name. We're not like, trying to blast no one. I don't know. It was like a couple of months ago. Now, we saw it on our fire stick on IMBD. Um, so it's called 12. And it's about this young kid, and he plays literally like baseball. And he, but he plays on a he tries out for a travel team, right? No, it's or no, it's literally all stars. That's what he tried out for, mm. which basically turns into a travel. If you win your uh, your local tournament, and then you go, I think it's like regional, states, nationals, and then you're able to advance and uh, go play in Williamsport. Uh, PA for the World Series Little League. Which, if you guys have not watched it, watch that shit. Oh my goodness. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Major League Baseball, like watching the World Series, but there is nothing like seeing these little kids. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Some of these kids, I want to see fucking bone scans. Because you're over here trying to, like that one, there's there's one child in this movie that the kid looks like he's 17. And he's like, no, the guy's like, no, he just turned 13. 13. I'm like, he's a fucking liar. I want to see a fucking bone scan now because Robert's mom is named Karen and Karen's the one that's hoarding all the fucking toilet paper. So I already know that this little motherfucker is not the age that he's saying he is. It's crazy. But anyway, um, back to the movie. So um, do you want to give them a little rundown without giving them too much information? It's based on a true story. Yeah, it's it's about the... uh this boy. It starts off, he's 10 years old, and um, they end up moving from where they live to, like, another county, and um, he's running, at, to him to himself, he's running out of time, because um, literally, to play in the Little League World Series, I think it's up to the age of 12, 13, depending on if you turn 13 before the end of the season so um, the kid goes out for the new county where they moved to for the all-star team and the coach cuts him not because he's not good but because uh, favoritism Mm -hmm. Uh, some of the kids on the team already had played on the team Mm -hmm. and he didn't want to break the morale and uh, little Johnny you know they got a contract with his father to work on. I don't know, maybe like a construction. Yeah, like it or seems like it's you know, it seems so, like it's really messed up too. Yeah, so basically they cut the kid. Um, and, and by the way, that coach you could tell never played baseball a yeah, day in his fucking life. But anyway, at all. he played it from his couch, coaching from his couch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, um, the father asks the coach, "Why?" was my son cut and he was like oh you know gives him bullshit ass excuse Mm -hmm. so um, so we don't want to give you too much yeah so basically um the reason why I can relate to this is because um we go through that with our local Mm -hmm. organization yeah and um you can tell a lot of these coaches they're you know, they're still on the league because they're townies and, mm-hmm. you know, they stick together and that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Whether some of the parents want to agree with what I say, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it with my own eyes. Um, 
I coach literally when given the opportunity and usually is when it's in the the fall, the fall ball where there's no coach that wants to coach and they know that I've been pushing since the beginning of the year to coach anyway mm-hmm. so um, we had the boys seen, mm-hmm. I've seen this happen in the local league where you know there are kids who just you know are so good that lose interest in playing because of coaches like that yeah and what's nice about this movie is that this boy um he did not let that hinder him like he was like no you know what he He, actually used it it yeah fueled himself yeah like every single day with his father yeah and Um, and his dad like did a lot of sacrifices like ended up getting an apartment in another town so that his son can play on another league um, so his son could have this opportunity and, you know, and it's really nice as I feel like, um, it's important. Like we had the boys sit down and watch it. And I think it kind of shows them that, you know, you're going to encounter things like this in your life, no matter what, like in sports or at work or in college or, you know, every avenue of your life, you're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to run into this situation. Um, you know, so this is just everyday life, but I'm also going to throw in there too, that being Latino, you're you're even more going to experience things of that nature. Being a minority. So, being a minority, yeah. So I feel like, you know, it was, it's, it was healthy. It was, a, it was a good movie for them to, to watch because they see that this young man, it kind of gave him that fuel. Like, you know what? No, F that. Like, yeah. you know, like, I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? And he did. And, and he ended up setting a record uh, straight across the board. We're not going to um, tell you if they made it. it. They did make it to the World Series. I'm not going to tell you if they won yeah. or lost. That's something you guys have but to check he out. put in so much work where, I mean, the kid was 12 years old, had a batting average of 900. Of 900. That means... Mm-hmm. You of, have to explain that shit because I know there's people over there. at bats. Okay. He got 90 hits. Okay, all right. Out of 100 at-bats. Okay, that's I'm glad you explained insane. that. Because I know there's people over here like, bro, that's what the fuck does that mean? Average. Wow. So he he's, you, you know, know, he so knows he's like, a good player. You know, he was in the, he's an amazing player. Yeah. And I think now he's maybe 14. And it's funny because I we're not going to say if they won the World Series at the end or not, but... There was a scout that came to watch him mm-hmm. at the age of 12. And he has a brother who plays in high school, who's a phenomenal pitcher in high school. And the scout ends up talking to the parents at the end of the movie, um, talking about, um, oh, we want to extend an offer yeah, to your to the, son. Whose name was Xavier. And, and, uh, no, well, the, the older kid, son, yeah. the older but son's name. Before they even gave him a name, they were like, um, "Isn't it against rule, um, scouting rules that you're offering um, a, a, a little kid, a, a little kid, a sponsor, yeah. or um, like a he's, full ride?" Like he's still wiping and, uh, his back. And he of his was ass. like, "He was like, no, 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 we can't um, afford him. We can't. We're not gonna be able to afford him. Um, we're extending it to your son, the older um, one, the older son." Yeah. And he goes, really? And he goes, yeah. And uh, 
He goes, uh, it's a $300,000 investment for your son at Stanford. The oldest son. Uh, the, yeah, Division One mm-hmm. baseball. And the parents like, oh, well, yeah, and, and whatever. And then uh, the guy gives him the business card. He starts walking away. Mm-hmm. And the father goes, oh, excuse me. Um, why wouldn't my youngest be... Um, like, would ca- yeah. um, ca- um Why wouldn't he be a good fit for, for your for Stanford? Stanford, yeah. And he goes... He goes, um, not for nothing, but, you know, by the time your son graduates high school, you're going to have every Major League Baseball team. team coming up to you and offering you over a $100 million contract for your son. Mm-hmm. And that's straight out of high school. And, uh, and the guy goes, he was like, and Stanford can't compete against that. Mm-hmm. Like it's such so a... That scout is a well-known scout, and he's yeah. already telling the parents. Mm-hmm. Get ready because yeah. your son is gonna be. He's gonna be. He's gonna get an offer of almost a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. just straight out of high school. That's wild. Not a lot of kids do that. And it's just great because I feel like if that child didn't, if he didn't go through what he went through with that experience with yeah. that coach, it may have. I mean, he may have been pushed later on down the line, but to be pushed to that extent, not to that extent, like he pushed himself, you know, because he was like, no, I want this. So it's kind of like. You know, it was it was really it was a really nice it's definitely movie. A really good movie it's a really good movie and I think it's a good movie to watch even if you ain't into fucking sports. Like you know what I'm saying? I just think it's like a good movie because I feel like, you know, like the boys sat down and watched it and I'm gonna be honest, I didn't think they really fucking watched it. That's just me. I think they was just like, I'm gonna watch this shit just to shut my parents off. And um just to shut my parents up, excuse me. But no, like Troy do y'all hear that? It's like pop, popity, pop, pop, pop. Like, who the fuck? Gunshots. Is there? Is there gunshots? Oh my god. Those were gunshots. No, it's fireworks. Maybe they found a no, they found a cure. Fireworks. It was definitely. Oh my god. Gunshots. I'm shooketh. I'm shooketh. Anyway, I'm sorry, guys. So, um, it was a really great movie for the boys to watch, um, and they really took a lot out. They took a lot from it, and like I, you know, I had. Like I say again, like I think it's just so important for them to realize, like, life is not a picket fence. Shit is gonna be hard. You're gonna there's this world is not full of nice people, mm-hmm. um, and there are gonna be people who it doesn't matter how good you are, they're gonna overlook you. Like, and that's just what it is. And this is this is reality. This is fucking life. And either you can let it kick you in the in the mouth and you stay down or you can get the fuck up and dust yourself off and be like all right let's go let's get it we're gonna keep pushing because you know what you're capable of and i think it's just so important for um our children to just have that mindset you know expect and not again all children should have that mindset but especially being a minority being latino being um african-american whatever like i feel like not that we get the but it's more difficult you know and i want them to know like no like I believe in you. You believe in you. Let's get it. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. But in the end, it was a really, really great movie. Yeah, like, I'm really glad that I watched it. And it was so funny. There was a part in the movie where they're watching, like, an actual baseball game. What was it? It was a Boston game yeah, or something. Game. And I got so excited. Because, like, genuinely, guys, I really do miss watching baseball. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a baseball person. Like, I got introduced to baseball when me and Steven got together. So, yeah. So, um, we watched that. Again, it's called 12. It's on IMBD, or you could probably just find it somewhere else. That's where we found it, through a fire stick. And also, my new favorite fucking show right now is Naked and Afraid. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
I just something I wouldn't be able to do. Let me tell you guys. Let me tell you. I'm gonna give you the the quickness of it. They take a man and a woman. You're naked, like booty naked, butt naked, nothing on you, but you butt naked. You get to pick one item, and they drop you off in a remote. And when I mean remote, it could be anywhere. It could be in the jungle of the Amazon. It can be in the Sahara Desert. It's literally the craziest places on earth that are so difficult to survive in. And you have to survive there for 21 days. Now, let me tell you, the last, like, three episodes I've seen... The females have all gotten their period while they're there. I was like, oh, bitch, you're crazy. That shit right there, tapity tap, the tap, the tap out. Gabriel asked me the other day, he's like, mom, what would you take with you if you were on that show? I was like, I would take a plane ticket so the minute I land, I can get the fuck out because I'm not fucking (laughs) doing that shit. I am not eating fucking snakes and shit. So, yeah, it's it. He said rice and beans. I would. I wouldn't. I would take my ass right the fuck back home. That's what I would take with me. But it's a really good show. It's called Naked and Afraid. It's on Discovery Channel, and you again, you can um, find it on Hulu too. But that's a really, really great show. And then, um, yeah, it it makes me laugh hysterically. But yeah, and then we had. um, I had asked everyone to kind of like put in a question, right? So we got a few questions, and one of the questions we got was. Hold on. Let's see. While I'm looking this up, you fill them in on how you've been coping with isolation. <laughs> Steve, how have you been coping with isolation so far? Oh, my God. I've been wanting to fucking hang myself. It's not. I don't know. Mm, you think me, it's that yes. bad? Yeah, you think it's that bad? You've yeah. had enough? Yeah. You've had enough, yeah. Yeah. I don't. You know, I think. Yeah, it, it sucks. I'm used to doing things, so it's, it's... Well, no, but I think, too, it's not that you're used to doing things. I think you're used to being out of your house. And not that we're, like, constantly out up in the streets and shit, because we're not, mm-hmm. but it's different when you can't go out, where they're like, you cannot go out. I have been to work in two weeks. I know. Because I'm non-essential. So it's like, well, what the fuck? Like... I need to leave the house. And even... I mean, it just sucks. Yeah. It just sucks. Because even, like, going down to the baseball field. Yeah. Like, you came and go down there. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like, I've been feeling like... Um, even when I have gone out for, like... Um, grocery runs like if i for whatever reason like instacart's not delivering on a certain day um the anxiety like the energy that just is everyone's carrying it's just so heavy because there's just so much fear and uncertainty and you know people are just freaking the fuck out and yeah and the energy like spiritually is just I think it's at its highest, and I think, I know it's really easy to be like, let's stay positive. I think that the the thing here is we need to be realistic, and we need to be logical. Yes, you shouldn't feed that fear. It's not healthy to feed that fear, but it's also not smart to walk around ignorance and to be like, oh, let's just kumbaya positive, because I'm all about positivity. I'm all about fucking karma. I'm all about all that shit. But I'm also about being logical. So, you know, I do hope that shit settles down. But I'm not going to lie. Like, going out um, 
and me being like a spiritual person like i try to make my trips short and quick um and make it back home because the amount of energy that's just out there from fear and panic and chaos like it's just it's a lot it's like a fucking tornado and shit so anyway so i finally got the questions i was able to pull them up so we have two questions steve that we are going to choose there's a few but you can pick question one or question two okay which question would you like to answer two two Okay. If a song played every time you entered the room, what song would play? Huh. What song would play? Damn. I don't know. Really? I know. I don't know. But that's not my question because I get to answer the second one. I think it would be... Wow, he's like going through the, the jukebox in his head. That's what happens when you get old. You just had a birthday, too. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to me, <laughs> I, I, I would say, I would say, um, fuck. Come on, man. You're Hello. Right. <laughs> Is it me you're looking for? I can see it Isn't that eyes. air supply? No. What is that? He just gave me the dirtiest look. Like, how fucking dare you? Oh. What? You don't it's, even... I think it's Lionel Richie. Yes, it is Lionel Richie. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Big Papa by Biggie. I love mm, it when uh, you call me Big Papa. That's only if I walk into the bedroom. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. you fucking crazy. All right. So, my question is, since you picked one, I'm going to pick two. And the second question is, what's the best piece of advice someone's ever given you? So that's for me. I think the best piece of advice someone's ever given me, ever, 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 is what you allow is what will continue. A hundred percent. And I feel like that is the best advice that anyone's ever given me. And... The reason for that is if you're going to allow situations to continue, um, that's your own fault. And if you don't like something, you can stop. You know, if you don't like the way someone treats you, you can set a boundary. If you don't like the way you're doing something, switch it up. Um, You know, if you feel like, you know, you could be doing more, let's get it. So I feel like what you allow is what will continue. If somebody's cheating on you and you continue to allow that, it's going to continue. So I feel like it's real fucking clear. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that makes sense. you know, like if I, if I, you know, if you're doing something that I don't like and I'm fucking calling fucking pineapple and you keep fucking doing it, like I'm going to punch you. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, so that's my, the best piece of advice anyone's ever given me is what you allow is what will continue. If you allow it, it's going to continue and you have nobody to blame but yourself because you continue to let it happen. So, yeah, guys. So it's definitely been a long, um, I think we're going on a month, me and the kids, of self-isolation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Monday will be a month, and so then you'll be two weeks or three weeks. No, like three weeks, I think. Yeah. It's, it's getting difficult, but um, we've made it like a priority that every day for an hour, we each, all of us in the house, get an hour of mental health time. So when I tell you an hour, it's nobody talks to nobody. 
unless you're bleeding or there's you ran out of toilet paper or something crazy but everyone gets an hour of that um mental health time to do whatever they want whether steve goes and djs i go and play a game troy plays a game gabriel reads you know whatever it is delilah sleeps all of us um are making time for that so i think y'all should do it too because it's a lot when you're sitting here and you're you go to bed in the at night and you're like all right i'm gonna go to sleep for me to wake up and do the same fucking shit the next day you know but like get up you know get out your pajamas put on fucking sweatpants maybe do your makeup pluck your fucking eyebrows paint your fucking nails like you know or do what i do i get up in the morning Mm -hmm. jump in the shower Put on jeans just yeah. on the sofa. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, I get that, you know, it sucks. We can't physically go out somewhere, but think of it this way. We're not going out because we don't want to. We're, we're not going out because, you know, we can't. And um, that didn't make a lot of sense. I don't know where the fuck I was going with it. <laughs> <laughs> what I think I meant was, listen, you're not going out to be to safe. Go out, we're always saying, oh, I wish I was home. That's true. That's home. me. That's me. But I'm I'm cool with being home. Like I I I'm comfortable in my to house. To me, if I'm going, I feel out like to I planned sport, for this. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. But if anybody knows me, I've never been the type to hang out, go out anywhere. I literally only have like five friends. And I am six. I just counted six. <laughs> and we all have I our am own okay lives. Okay, with being home. I think I like it's people visiting me. You know what it is? No, I think it's the the fact that we all feel out of control. Think about it. Right? It would be different, but we can't go out. It's out of our control. So I feel like that's that's where that oh my god, oh my god, like they get people are getting fucking stir crazy. You know what I mean? Because someone's telling you you can't fucking go out. Fucking stay home, bitch. All right? Like get it together. You know, so I think like it's it's yeah. that this is something we can't I mean, I got control. To go play, like oh my god, I got games to go play where I'm bound to get hurt. Like I want to go get hurt. You're crazy. Like, I don't want happens. you to go get hurt. I don't want to fucking hear about it, it the whole summer. You know, I don't. Happens. I know. I either get hurt the first game or I get hurt the second game. Or he gets hurt every game between the first and the last. Well, <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> so yeah, guys. So. Um, it's definitely been interesting, you know, trying to keep the shit together. Um, but yeah, guys, so this is our podcast. <laughs> this is our episode. I'm sorry if it was a little fucking boring. We're kind of trying to enjoy this peace and quiet. You Really quick, before we end this shit, I've been hearing a lot of pop, pop, pop outside. Remember how we just heard it mm-hmm. earlier? And at first, I was like, oh my God, it's because they came up with a fucking cure and people are celebrating. But what the fuck are Willie? What are you shooting up in the air? It's probably these fucking fake ass dogs around here. Fucking no, it's probably people getting ready for fucking naked and afraid. Fucking idiots. That's naked and afraid type but shit. Fucking numb nuts. So yeah, but that's where it is, guys. You know, um, thank you for listening. If you're still hanging in, because this is a long one. We're at 27 minutes. Can you believe that shit? Yeah, the last one was like 35. No, last one yeah. I think was like 12 minutes. No, it wasn't. Steven, you know what? Hold your tits, all right? Hold your tits. So, all right, guys. So, we're going to get out of here. Um, thank you so much for listening. On the next one, I want to talk about the Astros and getting their fucking... They should have their fucking World Series title taken the fuck away from them. And they should fucking be 
swatted on the ass, fucking asshole. We're talking about Chapman. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about Chapman, and we're also gonna talk about maybe some spiritual stuff as uh, well. Yeah, some... Yo, he's like he's like the baby rock yeah. out there on the on the pitching. <laughs> Pitcher's mouth. So yeah, guys. So the next one, tune back. We're gonna talk a little bit about baseball. We're gonna talk about spiritual stuff, and we're gonna do another two questions. He'll pick a question to answer. I'll pick a question to answer, and that's what it is. So I hope you guys are staying safe. Um, I hope you guys are, you know, trying to make the best out of this shit. Um, try and stay positive. Word. Pray wherever you find your peace. Live in that peace. Sp- spiritually clean your house. Do whatever it is that you take that that helps you. And, um, yeah, we'll definitely catch you on the next one. Um, we love y'all. God bless y'all. And wash your motherfucking hands. Until the next time. Oh, shut the hell up. (laughs) All right, guys. Wash your hands. We love y'all. Oh. What? Real quick. Real quick. If you guys are bored, go on YouTube and search for Ralphie May. He's a comedian. He is fucking hilarious that's a big guy right yes he's like the white version of fluffy oh my god if you guys don't know who fluffy is check him out on netflix he has oh and the next one i want to really talk about fucking how christopher columbus ain't shit if you guys don't know christopher columbus ain't shit and for my latinos out there i want y'all to go and research christopher columbus and um also look at what is it what was it called the Car- it's called the caribbean holocaust the ho- the caribbean it's being called the caribbean holocaust yeah christopher columbus ain't shit fuck him we need to get rid of columbus day and incorporate and have a new day called indigenous people day yes all right guys now we're done we're going on 30 minutes you guys probably i don't even know they probably stopped listening after 15 but if you're still here we love you god bless you wash your motherfucking hands and we're gonna get through this we'll catch you on the next one bye guys